A few years ago, our very own Zach Mabry wrote a 12-part study through the book of Colossians for our summer staff. We all liked it so much, we made that study available to everyone. You can find a link to download the study in the show notes. These 12 short podcasts are taking that study in Colossians a little deeper and hopefully encouraging you as you study along with us. Thanks again for joining us as we study through the book of Colossians. We're going to look at Colossians 1, 21 through chapter 2, verse 5. Now, this section, if you if you get a chance, you can go back and listen to the college retreat from 2022, talking about Christ in you, the hope of glory, where we dealt with this in detail. But a couple of things I want to look at right now, and those are sufferings and mysteries. Um, when we when we look at this, especially right now in our culture, it's really easy to take some sort of a victim mentality and think that every type of discomfort is bad. And if you read through scriptures, you're not going to find that. You're going to find that we've actually been called to suffer. In fact, First Peter will say that we are called to suffer and that Jesus uh, suffered for us, leaving us an example that we might follow in his steps, that this is what we were called to. We were called to suffer for the sake of Christ. And I do think that for what we need to do is we need to have a reorientation for the things that really matter. Because remember, we are talking about these amazing blessings we have in Christ, that we have been filled with Jesus, that that he's preeminent, that he has reconciled us to himself. Even here, when, when he starts in this section, he's talking about you were alienated from him, hostile towards him, you've been reconciled this is what really matters these these who we are as uh, who we are as a person is what matters and that God cares about us being more conformed to his image walking in a manner worthy with him and he's going to use whatever he needs to to bring us into conformity to his will and you got to think if your life is just filled with comfort and you're not being challenged and that's something to be scared of a little bit You know, if you're not experiencing any type of suffering for the cross, maybe even if it's struggling in a challenge against sin, you're continuing to fight and grow in holiness, and that's good. And Paul, Paul, if anybody knows about suffering, it was Paul, right? So he's talking about these sufferings, but he's, remember, he's writing from prison. And you remember when in 2 Corinthians 11, when he talks, he lists off all of his sufferings. He's talking about many imprisonments, countless beatings. He can't remember how many times he was beaten. He will say that from the Jews, he had 40 lashes um, at least five times. Some He was beaten at least three times with rods. He was stoned, and I think that he actually died, but that's fine. But he was at least stoned and left for dead. He was shipwrecked, not once, not twice, but three times. He says, persecuted from Jews and Gentiles or in cities and the wilderness, everywhere. So if anybody knows anything about suffering, it is Paul. And remember, he's currently writing from jail. And he's talking about how these these sufferings, this is from God, right? And that these are being used to build him up. And for us, we need to rejoice in the sufferings, because this is this is what God has called us to. And he's talking about making this mystery known. And I, I want to talk about mysteries real quick as well, because it's really, it's really cool and trendy also to talk about the mystery of God as if it's something that we're just not going to figure out. And true, there are so many things about God that we're not going to be able to figure out. But when he's, when Paul's talking about mystery, he's talking about a mystery that has been hidden for a long time, but is now revealed. And what does he say that is? He actually explains it in the beginning of chapter two. He's talking about us being able to have, be built together, encouraged by the truth of who we are in Christ, right? So that we can understand God's mystery, 
And that mystery is Christ. That's right. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Man, that is awesome. We're, I said it was in chapter two. That He says that at the end of chapter one, and then he repeats it in chapter two, right? He says, to them God chose to make known how great among the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Regardless of the situation that you're in, regardless of whether you're wealthy or poor, whether you're experiencing victory or defeat, whether you are living in comfort or suffering, you can have hope because Christ is in you. Christ is in you, guaranteeing that you are going to have glory with him. Well, if you get a, if you get some time, look at John 17. John 17, where Jesus is praying to God the Father, and he says, he talks about the glory that he had with the Father before the world began, and that is the glory that we have been called to in Christ. We get to slowly experience part of it now in this world, but we know that in the future our eternity is secure because Christ is in us and that he is going to fully one day restore us completely to the image of Jesus and we will have perfect fellowship with each other and with the Father. What an awesome thing. So keep that in your mind. If you're experiencing suffering, it's not necessarily because something's going bad. It could be that God is using that to make you more like Jesus. And you can have hope regardless because Christ is in you and you have an eternity in glory. Thanks for listening. Check out the link in the show notes to download our study through the book of Colossians. We hope to see you all soon.